What's up everybody and welcome back to Crimson Gaming Corner Reacts, your one-stop shop for everything gaming happening here at the University of Utah. I am your host, Jackson Day, and today I'm joined by just Ronnie for this one for the seventh episode of The Last of Us Reactions. This time we'll be reacting to Left Behind, mm -hmm. um, which I know you've been anxiously anticipated <laughs> for. Um, but yeah, just a little bit of housekeeping before we get into this. Um, this is a spinoff off of Crimson Gaming Corner, which we should have a normal episode all about PSVR 2, hopefully coming in the next week or so. Um, for all of the University of Utah students listening, you can actually play the PSVR 2 in the proto space. Um, so get your hands on that and then come listen to us talk about what our thoughts and reactions were to that. Totally. Um, and then also, yeah, you can find this podcast on all your favorite podcasting sites. Make sure to like it and share. Give us a rating. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, join our Discord. I think that's pretty much it. Um, we've got a lot of cool reviews coming out on the website. You just had Kerbal Space Program 2 yep. go up. Um, so, yeah, check that out. And let's get into Left Behind. What did you think? I want to ask, what do you think first? Okay. Quick reverse. Yeah, because <laughs> you'll probably be talking a lot. Of it. All right. Um, I going off of you know the the show doing it better than the game. Mm. This did the Left Behind better than the game, in my opinion. Um, it's just Stormy and Vela had some amazing chemistry. Ellie nailed like just a lot of Ellie's character and her like figuring out that she's in love with Riley over the course of that little bit. Yeah. Um, and just like the so many cute moments between them, like the escalator bit, um, the Victoria's Secret. Yeah. And like I was just and I, I will keep it in that like so much of that was just so happy and like seeing them connect. Um, I really also liked how it kind of tied in. It gave Ellie a lot more history and like you know, in context to her character that we yeah. didn't really get in the game. And we get to see that in the end where she decides to stick with Joel and sew him up. Um, yeah, I mean, cool. it was incredibly well done. Yeah, I uh, agree with most of was I agree with most of what you said, except for the part that the show did it better. Here, oh. I feel that it reversed a little bit, and I feel like the game has a lot going for it over the show although i did really enjoy this episode because it's hard to mess up the left behind right. story i love the left behind story but i would put this episode in my as far as my rankings in third place behind five in first place and then episode one um mm. i feel this should have been at the top of my list but yeah it was i i, I can't figure out well i guess i will I yeah, guess we'll get into it. Yeah, <laughs> but it's interesting. I, I can't figure out why it didn't hit as much for me. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's because I played Left Behind so much and I know the story back oh. and front. But yeah, I uh, wish they had deviated more from the source material, like in episode three. I think this is an episode that would have benefited a lot from that. Like, who is Riley? What was their relationship before Riley left? I feel like, you know, they could have done. A ton, like Bill and Frank, like the story's yeah. still there. And I feel like here the story should have basically been the same, but like I feel like there could have been more and they could have had an hour and a half or an hour and 20 minute episode here yeah. and just added it a bit to flesh more out. Because like I love the stuff of the beginning showing Federal Military School. I know that was in the comics that I never read. That's what I was going to say. There's yeah. a lot of stuff. The There's a 
decent amount of stuff actually that's not in the comics. Like that yeah. beginning with the conversation and the school isn't in the comics, but there is more history to Ellie and Riley. Yeah. And I'm really surprised. I was really surprised that they didn't show that. Um, and I was really surprised. I don't know if we want to jump all the way to the end that they didn't show something. And I know the game also did the same thing with Ellie and Riley turning. I, and I was talking, and my dad was like, I don't feel like it should have ended there. There should have been something. I was like, well, that kind of the whole point is to be left up to your imagination. Yeah. Same time, I do think just having that conversation, like showing that conversation between the two when Riley's obviously starting to turn um, and Ellie's just kind of sitting there not, we don't need to see her kill Riley. That might be a little much. But just being able to see something, I definitely was surprised that they didn't feel the need to do that. I don't know what they showed or had in the comic, but from what you said, I wish they had had that there. That would yeah. have made perfect sense here. Because they started early. They started with Ellie in the gym running around and seeing her life before she gets thrust into, you know, whatever. And I feel like that should have happened. But on the showing of, you know, what happens after, I don't think it needed it. I, I don't okay. think it needed it in the game. I don't think it needs it here because we know what happens. It's alluded to that Ellie's first kill yeah. was... I did know, have to explain that to him. Of like, yeah. well, And he was like, how do you know that Ellie killed Riley? And she I was like... She literally kind of said that she's killed someone before. And he's like, how do you know that was her? Yeah. Well, I kind of assume, you know. Yeah. I don't, I definitely don't think we need to like really like hammer that home. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, there is like a conversation I wish we could have had. Especially, I know Neil in a couple of interviews has said that when this question that keeps getting brought up of like, are you, are we still alive inside of the clickers? Mm -hmm. um, Neil has kind of brought up, I found an interview where he kind of basically said, you are, you are still alive. You yeah, just like that. don't have control. I feel like that would have been a cool moment to show that, you know, that's always kind of been like a kind of hidden thing. I feel like that would have made it way darker too, which maybe that's just the pessimist in me. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were lots of fans. That's, yeah, that's hard. Exactly. Um, I, I yeah, I, I mean, if they would have done it, I mean, I they should have, like, just went for it. And, like, I agree, had that. But I feel like a, a lot in storytelling is better left unsaid. Mm. I feel like their last conversation is the most important part of that ending. Because I don't feel like Ellie killing Riley is the most important part. I feel like Elle, what Riley instills in Ellie is. She's, she basically says, and they changed it up a bit from the game. I think they, the conversation, the uh they still had like the be all poetic and shit, but yeah. they added a little bit more, which worked for me. Yeah, I it didn't work as well for me, but <laughs> I the the base stuff is still there. Riley's like basically like you know you don't give up, even if you're at the ends of your wits with each other or with the person that you love. You know you have to stretch that po that moment out as po far as possible, right? And so I like that they end on that, and it's just it's just haunting. I I I like seeing you know. Especially queer characters. This show's been doing such a good yes, job. Like sure. ending on a, this is not happy. Happy quotation marks. You know, yeah. no, right? We don't need to see that. And I feel like there's this is the conversation with Pixar. Sorry, I'm going off topic for a little bit. With like, you know, people feel like Pixar movies do so much to make you cry. Too much. And it feels like, you know, just forced. artificial and off and forced. Yeah. And I feel like the show's been doing a good enough job to not do that. And I feel like adding that whole, like, oh, she's a zombie now. I have to kill her. And we already know that context, right? We know Ellie's immune, which makes yeah. it even 
more, you know, sad and devastating because you know she's going to find that out. And I feel like we didn't need that. Yeah, that makes sense. That's just me. I feel like it could have worked either way. And honestly, since this show is a different being and they've already gone off topic or not off topic, <laughs> off the, the scripts yeah. um, so much with episode three and a couple of other areas, I feel like it could have worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I like the points that you bring up for sure. Uh, just her figuring out her immunity and like we don't need to add more stuff to that essential bit with Riley telling Ellie and influencing her character so much for yeah. sure. I do like that Neil Druckmann wrote this episode. Fully. I saw that. And um, I called it out. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> I I'm sure he loves this story as much as you know the rest of us. But I do you, you don't think that that in in every ep- episode before this, except for I think what episode two two, which was directed um, by Neil as well. Yeah, it's Ben Craig and Neil working together. <clears throat> yeah, or just Craig. Or just Craig. I think even when it's just him, they yeah, kind of work together. True. True. Do you think that having the reins only on Neil maybe didn't add what you wanted for Left Behind, if that makes sense? That's interesting because with episode three, it was written by Craig Mazin. Right. Right. And that was a gigantic departure. So was episode five, which was also not a departure, but it added so much more character development to Sam and Henry. And that's what I wish we would have done with Riley. Like, you know... Who is Riley? Still with here? You know, I love Riley as a character. I, th- mm-hmm. I came around to Storm Reed's performance. You didn't, you weren't immediately sold? Me and my sister had a conversation about this. We were like, I feel like Riley is such a badass and Riley is such a character to not, you know, pop in and like be like, oh, that's Riley. This is a character we should, you know, look out for. But then I had a conversation with my roommate after and she's like, what was her name? Bethany? I'm like, Whoa! I, I actually, yeah, no, same. My yeah, the one in my family was like Skyler is what the name they used. That's it's like, uh, crazy. hello, it's Riley. Did you guys even watch the fucking show? <laughs> That's how I felt. About yeah, it. I was a little pissed off, but yeah, but understood. like, I don't blame them because Riley in the game, you play the game, you you as the player have that relationship with her because it's building. You participate in all the activities and whatnot. I mean, how long is Left Behind? Like five ish like hours? Two hours, like oh. two and a half maybe if you push it. It's Maybe really just because I played it ungrounded and I really struggled probably, on that last fight. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, here in the game, Riley is like, this is a character that pops, right? This is somebody that's important to Ellie. And here it's like, sure, she's important to Ellie. Sure, she's she's funny. They work well together. But, like, I feel like we didn't get enough of who she was. And I feel like if it's either... Oh, not going to dis, dis Neil's writing because it's amazing. But I feel like it was either the writing or the performance or the direction, something. I okay. feel like Stormy's such a good actor, and I feel like she could have done more. Interesting. I haven't seen her in anything else besides this and the first episode of Euphoria, so I can't really <laughs> talk. Um, I I thought she nailed this performance. Like, I was so impressed with, mm-hmm. especially, like I said, the chemistry. Um that is an interesting bit, and honestly, maybe because we do have that extra context with the comics um, and just having played through the story, yeah, that is an interesting idea, and it brings back to like a concept that I've been coming back to a lot with this series, I guess, is having that playability and the players taking control of Ellie and living as Ellie, essentially. wonder if that influenced the... Um, connection that you're supposed to have with Riley versus just watching them and just realizing that they have a connection right and 
I think it's it's really interesting that you brought up the Neil writing and versus Craig writing. I don't know if that affected. I feel like an, you know it was a good enough writer to know when to you right. know, keep stuff and de- deviate, but I don't know. It's 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 weird. Well, for they sure. work really well together. Mm-hmm. Is my thing, um, and so having it just be Neil with this one, I wonder if there's something if the miss the thing that you're missing is that collaboration to improve upon the story. Maybe because the only real changes that this had was like, I'm trying to think. They actually got the pictures. Got I the love pictures. that. I wonder if she still has them. They actually played the arcade game, which I wish they hadn't. I wish they had. Kept. Actually, I'm torn on that. Okay. I saw a whole, I read a whole article from Kotaku about how it was just ad placement. I was like, no, no. stop, <laughs> please. Kotaku's interesting. Yeah, they've been iffy lately. I don't want to like shit on them. But yeah, like, I'm not going to. Yeah. But yeah, that's a weird article. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they've had a couple weird ones about The Last of Us, especially. Did you see that they added Mortal Kombat 2 to The Last of Us Remastered? I mean, not Remastered, Remake? No. Last of Us 1, I, Part 1. Like on the Ellie's wall and left behind is oh. a Mortal Kombat 2 poster. But the actual arcade unit isn't that you get to play and left behind and stuff. Okay. Yeah. And I wish, I know that that sequence with the arcade unit works well as a game because you're actually like playing in, your, in Ellie's mm-hmm. imagination. I feel like it works could've... well if you're not trying to get the platinum because you have to perfect <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, everything. I got so pissed yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah, no. But uh, I feel like here they could have kept that. But what we got here, I love that that um interaction that they have you know it's just it's just fun it's just yeah. joyful that's something we need in this show yeah <laughs> and especially it, with the next two episodes yeah and like when the camera starts pulling away i'm like oh here we go yeah <laughs> this was something it's so funny because my you know my entire family is sitting there and they're like this isn't safe like the, the entire time they're on the edge of their seat i don't really think they saw this as a happy kind of thing because they were so like They've mentioned that there were clickers in this hotel. They're going to die. I swear, like, every five minutes, it was like, okay, where are the clickers, though? The clickers should have heard that. And then when we finally saw it, they were like, yeah, knew it. They're going to die. Like, Riley's dead, for sure, which you kind of can That's assume. another thing for me. Yeah. Watching my roommate, she's like, yeah, I knew. I, I figured out early on that, you know, they're in a relationship. So that was, you know, kind of something that she knew was coming. So, like, that push and pull really didn't work for her. Mm-hmm. And also... She knew that this is where Ellie was going to get bit. And so the whole time mm-hmm. she was thinking, oh, well, this can't last. What's going to happen? And I feel like the tro- the show from, you know, the beginning has trained us that, like, if something good is happening, something, something bad, bad is going to happen. If they mention there's zombies here, there's going to be zombies later. And I feel like with here, it kind of works against the episode. Hmm. And, like, sure, you can enjoy it, but, like, you're like, on the edge of your seat, like what's, trying to, yeah. What's gonna happen? Do you think they foreshadowed it too much? Because I know, like, at least in the beginning, when they're jumping rooftops, she mentions it twice. They mention it in the second episode where she's talking with Tess, and that was a really, like, added a good relationship between Tess and Ellie of like, yeah. oh, you went to the mall, you got balls, you know. Yeah. And then her saying that she went alone, obviously lying. Um, I wonder if they foreshadowed it too much. I don't think they did because the thing with weekly shows is that was like five, six weeks ago, and. I mean, my entire family remember that. Did they remember? Yeah, that's okay. why I bring it up. Yeah, I know. I know that some things were slipping through the cracks for my roommate who I was watching with. But okay. you know, it it's still been a bit. So I feel like this is the easy thing you can miss. Yeah. Um And like the quick mention to Riley. Did they remember that with Marlene? No, I didn't. Yeah. That. Right, and that was, damn. <laughs> right. It's been like two months, right? Yeah. No. Well, episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode seven, episode eight next week. So that's eight weeks. Two more. 
weeks left? Oh, yeah. less than two weeks, actually, now. Less, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. This episode... Well, let me pull back. Okay. What's the point of this episode? It's the it's a background of Ellie, yeah. right? It's supposed to introduce the whole relationship with Ellie or with Riley. Yeah. Kind of also confirm that Ellie is gay, at least that's how it felt when the DLC came out. Yeah. Um that surprised people way more than I feel like I was, it would surprise yeah. here. And I did like oh sorry, I'll let you finish. No, no, no I, I finished. I like the hints and little mannerisms that led up to the the kiss, like Ellie checking herself in the Victoria's Secret mirror. I thought that was so cute. I've seen so many tweets of just like she nailed being gay. Enough that people are (laughs) Bella gay, which I don't remember her sexuality, but I don't think she's straight. Uh, I don't think so either. And I think she's gender fluid as well. Gender fluid, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, just that. And not just, you know, I say, I'll say this again, not just for, you know, queer people, like for anybody that pining, that crush, like type of, you know, love, like, you know, they're in the photo booth and Riley like leans a little bit too long on Ellie or, you know, there's like little quick glances or when they get finished playing the Mortal Kombat and they're like laughing and looking yeah. at each other. It's like, it, I think it works well as a Romeo and Juliet type story. And I'll get into that later, but I will <laughs> let you finish what you're saying. Just... I, that you you saying like it doesn't just affect queer people like episode three is still one of the best love stories I think of it like I want to have a relationship just <laughs> except not with I'm the not death but, but yeah. yeah like I want to have their relationship and their love right. and that was such an impactful of me I don't give a fuck that it was two guys mm-hmm. you know and same thing with it's just how great The Last of Us is able to nail this sort of stuff um, so yeah I completely agree with you yeah no the relationship. I guess I will talk about it now. Um, Riley and Ellie, they, as much as I think this episode didn't hit as much as I thought it should, their relationship hit in every single way for me. Um, let's see. I think the relationship was cute. <laughs> and, you know, all like the wonders of the mall I thought was really well done. And, mm-hmm. you know, and it just shows how much, you know, Riley has put thought into the day and she, yeah. she's I've she seen this said she thought it, yeah. through every single thing and except you know, for the escalator yeah, which was the great. escalator <laughs> I, that was a good part she was like yeah there could be five wonders or whatever <laughs> that got me um but like you don't really do that for anyone mm-hmm. like just anyone right? you don't spend an hour trying to break open the coin thing and like scout it on a mall well she didn't scout it out nearly as well as she yeah. probably should have but <laughs> that was an interesting little context that we got of like I mean, in in the game, it is just like, oh, she stumbled across it, and she didn't even really scout it out in the game. Mm-hmm. Did she? No. It was kind of them discovering like it them together. Going together. Yeah. yeah. So I did enjoy that. I don't. <clears throat> I like that they were able to add more context between the Fedra Firefly debate, especially yes. having Ellie be so influenced by that one guy. Which that whole conversation with the general was really good. That wasn't in the comics, but um but that was a really good conversation. Yeah, it was really good and it like foreshadows her, you know, events of being kind of that leader. Just yeah, having that and like the impact that, that made on her mm-hmm. and then being able to have those conversations with the fireflies and with Fedra and adding that context, I really appreciated. I wonder if that's also why the relationship between Ellie and Riley was a little less because they were focused they were trying to split you know 
that goes to my Romeo and Juliet point that I was gonna okay. I was gonna make because I'll bad. go into that. <laughs> I like this is what I like most about this episode. Just giving who who is Fedra? Why do they think the way they are? And I think that guy was a good mouthpiece for them. Like you know, we're the only ones that create order in the zone, and it's it's true. We've seen what happens without Fedra, yeah, exactly, right? And exactly. you know, episode five, you know, they took down Fedra. What is left? People just doing the exact same thing, but it's not Fedra anymore, right? And so I was like, okay, I can kind of get behind Fedra, even though they're fascist dickbags, which I can't get behind. And then we see Riley on the other hand. I feel like this was not touched on enough in the games, and I'm glad it's touched on here. Why do people join the Fireflies? What type of yeah. person? What's their motivation? Why do you join the Fireflies? And sure, it's to save the world, but like, that's a blanket thing. And mm-hmm. I like how it goes into why do you? Why, yeah, just like why do you? Why are you willing to go towards this goal yeah. when you're trying to struggle with your own survival? Basically, yeah. that's yeah, that is a good point. And when Riley lays it down, she's like, and I think this is perfect. This gives us more backstory to Riley. She's like, this, it feels like a family where I belong, right? And I, I didn't really think about that for the Fireflies, but I don't think that Fedra has that same thing going on. So that's something that the yeah. Fireflies have that Fedra doesn't. That was one thing that I really appreciated, not getting into too much spoilers, but with mm. part two and Abby having that family yeah. with the Fireflies, that added a lot more context for them. I didn't even me. think about that. Oh. Holy shit. That's... <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. And I love seeing that. And then, you know, the whole relationship with, you know, Riley and Ellie, it's like, oh, well, you basically joined a team that's going to possibly maybe kill me if I become a Fedra soldier. And it's like, you know... Uh, what are the family names in Roma and Julia? I can't forget the Capulets and the whatever. And it's like two opposite sides of like, you know, thought and stuff like that coming together by like two people that are, you know, in love. And I, oh, it is Roma and Juliet. I didn't even think of that. You're totally kind of, yeah. So, it, wow. <laughs> yeah. And I, I love that about them. And in the game, it's like, Ellie's like, oh, you're a firefly. Oh, shocker. And then it's never really brought up again. Well, isn't, in the comics, at least, mm-hmm. um, which of course tie into Left Behind, yep. she meets Marlene, and that's how she gets the pocket knife. Um, oh, yeah, that was like that's, uh, that's why I was like, they've shown the pocket knife off. Let's uh, switchblade. My bad. Mm. Um, let's show off how she gets it, but I guess they didn't decide to do that. And so, in the comics, obviously in this scenario, she hasn't met Marlene. She doesn't know about the Fireflies. In the game, she's like, "Oh, you joined the Fireflies? That's so cool." I kind of want to join the Fireflies too. Of course, Marlene wants to protect her, and that's why she has her yeah. doing this. Yeah, I'm really here. It's interested. much different. I think that's. I might have to read those comics, but I think I own them. If you oh shit, yeah. they came with the Firefly edition because uh, I'm, okay. yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. a sucker. No, I I would definitely I I like that. Um, I think it's weird that Ellie doesn't know who Marlene is yet here, and it kind mm-hmm. of like throws it up in the air of like how she even met. Marlene after because I feel like in the game it's like oh yeah well I already knew Marlene when Riley got you know bit I I went straight to her but like how does Riley oh maybe because they in Mar- the game you mean no or, like in the show like oh, how yeah. the fuck but like I feel like Riley is stationed at this mall and if something happened to Riley and she's not checking back in Marlene's gonna come and see point. what's going on so I that's feel a like, good way to fill that yeah. plot hole yeah, or like gap in, you know, <laughs> the story. Not, not plot hole, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Hmm. One other thing I think about this episode is it didn't use the flashback as well as I thought it could have. Like, Ellie got, 
I like the beginning where Joel's like, you got to go. You got to leave me. And then Ellie's like, he, he, he's like, yeah, this is this is it. And Ellie goes to the stairs and she pauses and then it goes in the flashback. And then it's like, okay, now we're seeing, you know, why, why, why does Ellie fight so hard to keep the people around her that she loves? Why won't, I mean, we know that she likes Joel. And I got into this conversation with my roommate and I was like, she was like, I think this episode was filler. And then I was Whoa. like, oh, interesting. Because filler is a charged word. But now that I'm thinking about it, this episode, filler or not, I don't think filler is inherently bad. Um, filler or not, we got more insight right. into who Ellie is. And I think that's always, I don't think always like that makes Yeah. I, I feel yeah. like if it ever has that that significant of character development, yeah. it's not filler. Like, yeah. there's arguments to be made in terms of, I, I don't know why. I think there was a couple episodes in The Last Airbender that people argued was fil- was filler. And I got into it because I'm like, no, 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 no. Sure, the story didn't get them anywhere. But you have to understand just how much character development. And that doesn't make a filler. Yeah, what just happened? I feel like a lot of people don't realize when they think something's filler or, you know, they don't realize how much they learned along the way. Like mm-hmm. how much they learned about the specific character. And I think we did learn a lot about Ellie here. But I think... In the game, you're right. You're having flashbacks while fighting for you as a player are fighting for Joel. You're fighting to get the supplies for him because you know you like him as a good enough guy, I guess. <laughs> and he's here, got this far. yeah. And then here, like we get the whole flashback, and then it cuts back to Ellie. You know, finding the with stuff. that newfound knowledge. Yeah, was my thing of like, yeah. We have that newfound knowledge of this is why she fights so hard. This is why she's so motivated. Yeah, and why she's yeah why she's so motivated to create a cure. I, I did appreciate that, and I I don't know how they could have made it work, because obviously in the in the game it is just you cut between left behind the story and then the gameplay, and it was pretty obvious in my mind of like when you're in present time it's the gameplay portion, when yeah. you're in the past time it's the story bits, right? And I don't know. We also haven't seen this was something we brought up, yeah, last episode or at least I brought it up of like we don't really have that big we don't have that moment where Ellie protects Joel as he's humbling or like hobbling to get to his horse, right? And we don't really get that moment with this one either. So I don't know. Yeah. I we to... haven't really seen Ellie full on kill lots of people. Yeah. Because like you said, one death is enough. Yeah. And in the game, Ellie is in a mall yeah. in the present day, which is why she's hearkening so back to her experience because the last time she was in a mall, it was kind of tragic. Kind of is an understatement. Kind of, yeah. And here I feel like I get that that's how they tie it together. They have the conversation, the, what Ellie, I mean, Riley's speech, and then it cuts back to Ellie. And she's like, this is why. But like, I felt like, I don't know why it didn't take place in the mall. I don't know why it was just like here. I feel like there should have been some struggle in present day that tied more back to the flashback. And maybe they didn't do it because of yeah. time or something like that. But, you know, okay, now we get why Ellie fights for Joel because she, she he's basically the only one that uh, she has left. But like, we don't see her fight for it, right? Yeah. Like in the game. Not yet. Not yet. And I think they may have that play into the next episode a bit because I think Joel's still going to be incapacitated for a long time. We did see, I don't know if you saw this because it just came out a couple hours ago, but Sony, you did see this? The little clips of Joel and the yeah. lizard? Okay, yeah. So maybe she has to go out and get... And see, this is why I couldn't like have a full-on debate with my roommate about if this was filler or not, because I can't spoil the rest of the show. And this works, I think, so well in congruency with the ending, with next episode. And I just 
couldn't say anything. I, I feel, hate, hate that. Yeah, I feel bad. Um, when especially like when the joke came up of like, what does a can will do when mm-hmm. he's angry? Throws up his hands. Uh, when the episode finished, I was like, I'm like, what's my or turned to my family? I was like, I'm gonna leave you with one thing. One of those jokes is foreshadowing, <laughs> and they immediately because it's obvious. It's, it's like, like that, fucking cannibals. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I hate when you're in a, like a debate. It's not an argument um, with and someone, and you picture. can't say it all, and so you just have to be like, "Fuck," yeah. <laughs> or whatever. I guess. Um, one thing that I also wanted to mention that I appreciated was going into like this kind of more toned back of you know like one death matters. Mm-hmm. This scenario also one clicker matters. Oh, and let's talk I, about that. Yeah, yeah, I love that so much of just it was one guy. I it love was, that it was oh. a horde. Because yeah. in the game you're like running from it's like crazy gameplay single. So here it's a huge set piece, yeah. Yeah, it's just like one is enough. And I think they make the infected so dangerous in this show compared to the game because you have to be able to kill them. But like here, it's like if you unload a whole magazine, we've seen it in episode two into a clicker, it could still be going, right? You need a lot to take at least one down. And I feel yeah. like they could not have held themselves against a horde. And no. Just like realistically. I mean, the only time we've seen a horde is in episode five. Five? Yeah, five. Five. And you can't fight that. They couldn't <laughs> fight it, literally. With yeah. like ra- like an army, basically. And so here, and that goes back to the last episode. You remember when I was like, there's something I want to talk about that was oh, in the yeah. teaser, right? And in the teaser, it, it goes up this close up of the zombie against the wall. And it's like, it, the tangibles are coming towards them. And I thought that this would be some. This would be like the new type of infected that was teased. You were, te- yes. Yeah, okay. and then this would be like a new super zombie that was smart and that would chase him throughout the mall. And I was like, what? So That's Mr. crazy. Situation. <laughs> yeah, and then here I was like, oh man, it's just a, it's just a guy. <laughs> but that works. It, it works, like right? And yeah, and then it comes in. It you know, and then we we see Ellie fight for Riley there. I think that I thought that was that was pretty powerful. Uh, yeah. How they fight for each other, honestly. Yeah. Um, you know that the pure rage and like, like intensity in that action sequence I thought was well done. You didn't need horror; you just need right. one. And then had the angry or like the anger after that, where she just starts smashing everything up. I I mm-hmm. love that because it is like a little bit more character to Ellie of like, guess what? She can't handle her anger. Like yeah, when, when something happens and you see Riley sitting on there, she's like calm and she's like thinking and. Ellie is prone to and she, violence and <laughs> anger. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, but also Riley's the one where it's like, I say we have two options and kind of like walks her through it. And she is kind of like She's the planner. older mentor in yeah. the situation of like, this is what we need to do. And it's kind of how, how that Fedra guy was. He's like, he yeah. Ellie doesn't see different paths and she doesn't think ahead like that. She is in the moment as a person. And the, the Fedra soldier's like, here's one path and here's the other. What do you choose? And then we see that coming back together with Riley and she's that for Ellie. Oh my God. Yeah. That's so good. I love them so much. Not to get too depressed saying, what would you choose? Option one or two? Um, the keys of the, the, no, the, the, the relationships, the, um, ending decision. Would you turn or would you shoot yourself? Um, Depends on who I'm with. You, oh, you never know. You're okay. immune. If yeah. you're immune, you won't find out unless you let it happen, right? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> and that's a good thing. Uh, like, Riley is the only reason that Ellie's alive. Yeah. The only reason that she'd ever sure. find out that she was immune. And I think that's important for Ellie. Uh, just beyond, you know, their relationship. And, you know, I feel like, oh, my God, I can't have, wait to have this conversation with my roommate. But, like, this episode matters because... 
Ellie feels like she has to do this for everyone who has let her live up to this yep. point. If she doesn't, if she doesn't become the cure, if she doesn't, if she can't save people like Henry, I mean, like Sam and Henry, yep. or like you know Riley, her best friend, what is she here for? Yeah, it's a similar thing to now. Joel has to do this for Bill and for Frank and for yeah. Tess, right? Like, th- there's so many people that could have been saved because of this journey, yeah. and that's what's pushing them forward are all the people that they've lost along the way. And I love that the show is focusing on that because I feel like it's in the game for sure. But we, I had this conversation. We got the DLC after. Yeah. So we didn't even – well, I knew because I started – getting to it when it already came out anyways like i actually didn't which was the, weird it, I, really, I played behind or left behind like months after beating the first game for some reason okay i think i just couldn't bring myself back to that word yeah me too much <laughs> and that's like the normal way most people experience it right? right like we didn't get this backstory until and i feel like that hammers down that message more that the show's been doing so well like oh my gosh and like every person they come across basically has died yeah for not Bill and Frank, but like die to benefit them, right? So if they don't get here, what's the what's point in their journey, right? Oh my God, that's good writing right there. <laughs> I'll take back what I said, Neil. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think this Left Behind is such a good story because, you know, Ellie really, when she says that everybody in her life has either left her or died, she really means that shit. Yeah. And it's one thing to say it and for us to like, oh, that's one thing we know about her. But now it's we a, know. Yeah, it's another thing to fucking see it, right? That's another thing with Joel, right? Joel, I think that was the whole thing of like, everyone I've known is either died or left me and Joel kind of is like, you don't know what loss is. And yeah. he still doesn't really understand. I don't she doesn't, he, he doesn't know what Ellie's no. been through. And like, she's been through it. Like, this is, this is tough. If this happened in real life, I don't know how, I don't even know how Ellie keeps going on. And that's a, you know, well, strength to her character. Oh why. yeah, right. But, like, even after, you know, I guess because she knows she's immune after, so. I mean, and she thinks that she's the safe or the savior, I guess. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. And I've seen this said, so I'm not going to take credit for it, but I thought it was an interesting thing. Like, Joel and Ellie are people that keep going on. Like, because we see um, Bill and Frank and how, you know, Bill's like, I can't keep going without you, Frank. We're going to die. We're going to have to die together. And then we see Henry and Sam. And it's like, Sam's dead. I'm going Henry to. I can't cool. stay here. And then we see Riley and Ellie. And it's like, after that, she keeps going. Oh, I don't know and what it is in her, yeah. but she does, right? And then with Tess and Joel, like Joel and Tess always have this connection, but he it's keeps going. Now. It's a romance now. Yeah, it's a romance. Yeah. And he keeps going. And I think that's an interesting thing that bonds this is just me now. Uh, the two, uh, yeah. Together, I think yeah. it's an interesting thing thing that bonds those two together. Hmm. And I think that makes them even more inseparable. So when, you know, Joel's like, you got to get the fuck out of here. Go back to Tommy. I don't think he wants them to come back after him because, you know, he's going to die. And Ellie's like, you know what? Fuck that. Like, it's just it's just me and you, bro. <laughs> it's just me and you. And which I know you said you, said you didn't necessarily like how they handled the flashback. One mm-hmm. of my favorite moments of that was like, you need to go, you need to go. And then cutting to the very end of the episode where she goes back downstairs and he's crying. And then she like, the little hand. Yeah, shows his hand. I was like, fuck yeah, they're, they're, they're doing it, you know? And this episode, and oh, I hate to keep bringing up my roommate, but it, I, I have to talk about this somewhere. She's, she's like, I feel like I didn't need this episode because I would have known, I would have believed why Ellie would want to keep Joel around. Right, because okay. she feels like their relationship is built enough, and I think true, 
I, but, I, it's good to know that she thinks the relationship's built enough because that's that something is true. That I was not sure about, but yeah. Yeah. And I think that's true, but also, this episode really hammers that down. And if this is the last time they do it, I think it's enough. If they didn't do this, I feel like it would have been like, you know, the end and stuff would have been like, oh, yeah, I guess they, they've been traveling together. I think they like each other, I guess. But like, why? But here it's like, this is why. They, yeah. they can't lose each other, which... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, also, before I go off on another tangent, the soundtrack in the show, and it just was released yesterday. Yes, I started, yeah. And I added so many stuff to my, yep. so much stuff to my playlist. Have you, because they changed another song in this one that I, I, I don't know which one. I saw like a couple tweets about this. It was something about like the editors fucking up where the music is supposed to go because it's not perfect to the game or whatever. Did you even notice? I didn't notice it with this one. In this episode, yeah. I think they use every single track that I think besides one of them. besides Take On Me on the elevator, which they don't have in Left Behind, like oh, yeah. they still play that Left Behind track. Oh, the Left Behind track goes so fucking hard. Yeah. And in the end where Riley's speaking and you know when she's saving Joel, they still okay. do that. And they still have that song where they, you know, the kiss. The oh, we haven't talked the... about that. Yeah. That okay. was I thought that that they, that was better than that was better than the game. Okay. Because it, it mixes the Halloween store with Yeah, I did like that pacing yeah. a lot better. Just the whole pacing of all of that mm-hmm. of having them yeah. They fight and then they go off and then I like seeing that moment where Ellie's like, fuck, I can't let this be the last time, the last conversation, the last interaction that I've had with somebody that I really love and care about. Like, I can't just leave her. She, I'm never going to see her again. And you see that great acting for Bella, that single tear. Actors that do single tears. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> Pedro does it too uh, in this episode. Yeah, exactly. And, just, then she, just mentioned, yeah. and then she goes back. And I think that um, my favorite part of this episode was that blow up to that kiss because even though they have the masks on, you can see through the body language from That's Bella when they're dancing. And then she, you can see like, you can see, she doesn't have to use her face. With her body language, she's acting and you can be like, oh, she's she's realizing how much Riley she can't cares. live without Riley. Yeah. And then when she takes the mask off and it's just like, dude, that was so good. Cause it's the, like in the yeah. game, but they don't have the masks on. But, Not to mention like, it's a, this is a little bit, but like it's a real, person this time like acting yeah. wise she now I, I this is not from me like it's another stolen stolen thing from mm-hmm. a tweet but like just a little look she gives riley before they're about to kiss is a like, wow so how is she yeah able to nail that and i think the i wouldn't dialogue, be surprised if they were like all of a sudden dating in real life or something <laughs> they, they, no they they definitely sold it um yeah. they sell a lot of stuff in the show like relationships that i think we touched on this last episode relationships that shouldn't be as we shouldn't care as much about as we do because we've only seen them for like what 10 20 minutes at this point yeah. and it's like they they feel like they know each other acting in the show is so good it carries it with the writing yeah and i love i think one of my favorite um parts about left behind is that little inter- that little line that ellie says where she's like don't go and I th- hate that they don't have Riley taking out the pendant and throwing it on the ground. That was so much better. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. It's just like all it takes. And I think this is me. Yeah, this is me. Um, I think this whole episode, Riley wants Ellie to say that she doesn't want her to go. Yeah. It's like. Cause that's why she's so like willing to be like, all right, I want to go. Like, yeah. Why the fuck does she bring her to the mall? She never, she dodges that question because I yep. don't think she wants to open up to Ellie. And I, I like that push and pull between them this episode where like Ellie, when they're about to kiss the arcade, Ellie's like, I have to go because she's tired of, you know, not being able to say what she actually feels. And here when Ellie's like, why did you bring me here? 
Riley's like, oh, I just wanted to spend time with you. No, you want you want yeah. her to tell you to stay. And you know, like you said, you know, her willingness to just be like to drop everything that she she's basically laid out all her reasoning. It's pretty good reasoning. Yeah. To drop everything that she was laying out and just be like, okay, let's figure out something together. And then it's cruelly ripped away from them. This is like the whole thing <laughs> of like you. I, I think that's what Neil said in the behind the episode or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Yeah, we give something, we give Ellie something to care about, <laughs> and then we just rip it away from her." Like yeah. you were saying that way too nonchalantly, Neil. I know that you're kind of <laughs> fucked up, but like, at least look a little human. No, yeah, but he doesn't. They do it so good, like because this was why I love Left Behind so much because. I think Ellie Ellie is my favorite character of all time in games, at least. And we really know, I feel like by this point, we really know who she is. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they kind of delayed that kind of in this show. Like, we really didn't know who she was. Maybe it's like episode five. She was just like this random kid. And then we get like the walls being broken down with her and Sam and like her telling him her deepest fears, which is a lot to know about a person. Yeah. Right? Because like your deepest fear is, you know, you're going to fight the hardest to get away from that. And since Ellie's deepest fear is, you know, fucking, you know, not to be alone in this world because it's it's already lonely enough in this world. Because yeah. and already we've seen like I'm just the little moment last episode where Joel is lying there bleeding out mm-hmm. and she's like, I, I can't do this alone. Like, yeah, it's not just because she can't make the trip alone. She, she has a it. fear of being like, yeah, yeah, I she can't do it emotionally. Double. I'm sure yeah. she could take care of herself by this point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She could go to Tommy's. She'd be like, she could get it done. It's that she can't do it alone. She has that fear. I totally agree. Yeah. And that's why Left Behind, I will never stop singing Left Behind's praises. If you haven't played it, you should play the game. For sure. And this show, I think, this episode um, basically makes the case for how how good it is. So I want to go back to that. You, You still think that the game does it better. Yeah, because I feel like here we only get an hour, and not even, with Riley Okay. in the game. Like I said, it's cut in between past and present, so you don't really get an hour. You maybe, honestly, I think you maybe get less than an hour with Riley in the game. Maybe. Because it's more like with the combat sequences, it's And there's longer. a decent amount of like little puzzles here and there. Yeah, and to, so, yeah. yeah. And here, I feel like we got more with her, but since we really don't, we didn't interact with her really, like as we do in the game. Yeah, it doesn't hit as hard, and I for some reason I I watched the conversation from the game, the Riley's you know, um, speech, and then I watched the show's version, and I, I they changed like a few words, and I, maybe it's just delivery, but something just I don't know. For me, it just doesn't hit the same, and I, I I really can't explain it. I could try, but... <laughs> well, I think that you've done a good job with that, yeah. Yeah, Interesting. I don't, I don't know. I, I just... But both of them are still so good. This episode is not yeah. a bad episode. It's not like you're saying one's shit and the other one's good. Yeah. Like, they're both very well done. It's just little... Yeah, and, and both done. of them have their strengths and weaknesses. Like, sometimes, some things I think the show does better and some things... Like, I you think just said, the kiss does better, yeah. Yeah, the kiss, the background for Fedra, you know... It, Everything we learn about Riley, why people join the Fireflies, all this stuff. Like, the show is doing such a good job with that. But I feel like it, there's just something missing from the translation from controller to the screen. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I think this is interesting because this is the first time that we're kind of seeing that not work out, if that makes sense. And Yeah. 
And I hate to be the person that's like, oh, this should do everything differently. Because they shouldn't, right? right? This is an adaption. Like, the basis should still be there. But, like, here... You I wanted think, the Bill and Frank episode out of this. Yeah. And even though, in, in most ways, it kind of is just like Bill and Frank. That's what I think. Right? Because, yeah. you know, it's a, character, it's a character story of people that, you know... And I, I like... I've said this before. I'll say this again. This is just to show that how different people survive and how different people's relationships are in the apocalypse. Yeah. And this is just like Bill and Frank's episode. I just, but Bill and Frank's episode was so different, right? Mm-hmm. Like we didn't get a whole chunk of the game, basically. Yeah. In we, that episode, we and lost here, a lot. Yeah, we got everything from the game, right? I don't know. Yeah, we got everything and more. Yeah. I mean, I guess we didn't have the brick throwing at the... I missed that. I, I was kind of sad to not see that. But, but they were making whatever. so much noise at this point. The brick stuff would have been over. That would have been overkill. Yeah. Oh my God, they were making so much noise. Especially since Riley... I mean, she's been camping out there. I've seen a... I saw, I saw a meme about... I don't know if you want to keep this in. I saw a meme about the... Uh, the fuck the uh, clicker or stalker whatever being homophobic because when he's when he hears them <laughs> in the arcade he like perks up and that's so funny to me because like oh, riley's been good. in this this art this mall she's been stationed out there she's been making bombs she's been right. she's in the arcade she's been playing i Mortal mean she Kombat. knows that the carousel works too yeah like so she's like yeah this zombie was just being a bitch because he didn't like was having joy yeah, yeah. <laughs> i like that that's canon homophobic yeah. zombie confirmed <laughs> I, I, they, want my one thing, maybe this is because my head cannon got a little bit out of control, but I wish that was a super zombie. I wish it was like a smart zombie. I wish we had like a little bit. Well, this is a thing that I've, you know, what we've talked about previously, Left or Last of Us as a franchise isn't about the zombies, it's right, about right, right. the people, right? Yeah. Still seen a lot of things of like, there are some, like, there are not a lot of zombies in this zombie show, there which really I'm isn't. totally fine with. Also, just they look so good is my thing of like... The zombies? Yeah, the clickers and how much detail has gone into them from the show perspective and how well we, how much we see them in the game, especially. I'm a little sad that we're not seeing them more, especially the next two episodes we probably won't see. I feel like we got our zombie fill with episode five. The horror, I feel like that's it. Yeah, I, th- I, think, I think people want to see more of... They want to see more of like the the Walking Dead streets and yeah. like that being a... Con- I, don't, I haven't seen The Walking Dead, but it's a more prevalent thing in the walking dead yeah but that show is also called the walking dead and not the last of us <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i guess that kind of i i wish it was a super zombie it looked it looks so cool the reveal for that zombie and yeah, i agree with really you the, with the tendrils yeah the uh i'm still not sold on why they made that change from the like i mean obviously i understand not having spores why I'm still not sold on why they felt the need to do these tendrils. I Besides will say, the weird kiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't. I didn't like that, anyways. I will say that when the zombie was close to Ellie and it was on her and the tendrils were coming out yeah. and she was screaming, I was like, "That's such maybe a- I need to see more of that as a thing and not as an awkward yeah because weird kiss thing. Some zombies have tendrils, some don't. You can. St- you have to watch out where you step, but like they're stepping everywhere. They don't really care about the stepping on the tendrils. That's never like came up again. Yeah. Besides, I guess the underground. But they didn't step on anything there either, right? No. Not yeah. That I think I like, it had the areas that they've been exploring aren't necessarily full of infected. Like, yeah. yeah. I will agree with you. I'm not sold on why the tendrils are here. I feel like if they were gonna get rid of the spores, fine. But like, I don't. 
besides, like, the only time we've seen him is in episode two, where we got the cool moment of it being the wave, right? Yeah. Um, And we got the weird kiss thing. Yeah. And her, I think, stepping on the tendril, right? Yeah, and then the doctor, she... the doctor, I forget what episode is in. Oh, it was in episode two, where she's, like, pulling the tendril out of the, the yeah. mouth, and it's, like, moving. Maybe it is and just, it... like, a small little thing to add more body horror or something. Maybe, but I also like they're like this is another way for the infection to spread. But like honestly, we it's that. fuck. We haven't like seen how like a tendril infects someone. We kind of saw it with Tess. Yeah. But like then she fucking blows herself up. Right. <laughs> she blows herself up, and here it's like once the tendril gets in your mouth, and then it does like the thing. Does the zombie just stop attacking? Was it over? I feel like it's just not explained. the The guidelines of what the tendrils do are just yeah. not explained. One thing this gets one of my favorite things of you know all of this last of us is it feels like Ellie and Joel are kind of journeying through the country and you know as you said before finding how different people survive in the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Left Behind is a perfect little thing. Like I think they just did Tales of the Walking Dead. The last of Us is a perfect way to do that, and we mm-hmm. get to get some of that. I, I'm curious with how big the show is if they're going to explore this world anymore or with like like offshoots and stuff like offshoot, that. Little offshoot like a Tales of the Walking Dead or something. We are going to get Last of Us Factions. Yeah. Which is weird because I remember Neil saying this explicitly and, you know, like saying this to the ground rule. The Last of Us is about Ellie and Joel. If Ellie and Joel can't go on an adventure together, then we won't have The Last of Us. And now we're getting like factions, they which has getting, nothing yeah. to do with Ellie and Joel. Did you know that I heard, I saw this somewhere that um, Ellie and Joel were supposed to end up in San Francisco in the first game. And Factions is set in San Francisco to like kind of homage to that. And so hmm. I just thought that's a cool Interesting. thing. But, like, we won't have Ellie and Joel in that. And like you said, this world is ripe for other characters. And we've seen it in the show where it's just, like, Ellie and Joel were not the episode. It's just, like, Bill and Frank. It's Bill and Frank's episode. It's Henry and Sam's episode. It's... Yeah. yeah. And I, I wonder if The Last of Us has expanded beyond just Ellie and Joel because, uh, shit, in The Last of Us Part 2, it is. It is. And we're, if we get a Part 3, which it I know will has be. been heavily rumored and basically... Right, it's probably basically going to happen. That's not going to be Joel and Ellie, probably. You know, the the person you know, I wanted to be, Abby and Liv. But that's I don't know if we, if the internet can survive that. Who knows? Maybe you'll get to work on the game, so you can. There we go. That'll be the <laughs> you can facilitate Neil Druckmann, that. I'm taking your spot. <laughs> Abby, story. Here we go. Something I think is cool about our major is. We talk so much about these games that one day we could probably be making this journey. Well, this is what hit me when Andrew, my, he's the kid on my team who was mm-hmm. replying to Respawn um, doing the, the Jedi Survivor. I'm like, oh, that would be a point. Well, that could yeah. be my career, you know? Yeah. yeah. No. It's, it's insane to think about. It's so cool. <clears throat> Last was three is confirmed, though. <laughs> like, come on. And I can't wait for The only factions. problem is, is it'll probably be PS6 with yeah. guys like Les Land. Yes. I love this episode. It's not my favorite, but I still love it. Yeah. The show's never had a bad episode. It won't have a bad episode. It won't. I, I'm calling it right now. And know? going, I guess, uh, this is all I had for Left Behind. Going to the future for people that watch Teaser. If not, probably Paul Gears. Thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> But we get to see some important characters. We get to see Troy Baker. Yeah. So it was. Yeah, his voice is still like Joel. Joel. Oh wait, that's not this role. Like he talks like twice in the teaser. Yeah. And it it was so like oh Joel's wait 
Yeah, never mind. About and that. I hope they're in the same scene together. I think they are. That would be amazing. They've got to be. Oh, they will be in the same scene together. Because Joel... Oh, yeah, that's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was in the trailer. We're going to see some great moments. Yeah, I'm yeah. really excited. I I feel like I say this every week, and I said this to my mom, and she's like, you've literally said that for the past three weeks. But it's true. The winter bit is my favorite moment, right? Um, Billstown, probably, too. But yeah, winter for sure, because of so much shit that happens. And we're getting all of it in an hour. Are you concerned? No. You're not? As long as you hit, like, like we said, as long as you nail the important bits... Most of the winter is gameplay, right? It is you switching between Ellie and Joel, and you're trying to get through the blizzard area, and yeah. it's combat after combat after combat. If you just nail like the cage bit and the main fight and the torture bit, I don't, I don't want to. Maybe I'm even saying too much there. You'll be fine. Yeah, and then we have one episode left, yeah. which is 40 minutes. I saw. I was concerned about that, <laughs> but at the same time, like, I think it'll be fine. Yeah. It, I don't know if we necessarily need to see too long of what happens in that episode. Yeah. Like I just said, if you nail the important bits, you should be fine. We don't need to see 30 minutes of essentially gameplay. Yeah. And I've seen for some people that watch the whole season, lucky motherfuckers, that they do end it pretty good. Pretty okay. good. So, yeah. I'm I'm excited for next episode for sure. Like behind Bill and Bill's Town, this is gonna be, it's it's gonna be close to the breaking point for both Ellie and Joel, and that's always that's always my favorite part of stories. Maybe I'm sounding like a well, bad person here, yeah. But like I love it when you 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 set up who these characters are, what drives them, and then you get to the point in the story where you. Push them to where they almost break. This is, that's why it's my favorite moment. Yeah. yeah especially what happens. It's going to happen in the ninth yeah. episode. And then how do you come back from that? Yeah. <laughs> cool. I'm still really surprised. And no wonder you've like, we haven't, re- I mean, we don't usually try to talk about the episode before we record anyways. Yeah. But I'm really surprised to hear that you didn't feel like it nailed it. Yeah. And I'm surprised too, because I was watching yeah. the episode. I was like, Damn. This is fun. This is good. I'm like liking a lot what I'm seeing, but episode doesn't have f- the same energy. Yeah, episode five really got me. It really grabbed me. I don't know what it was about it. Hmm. It took hold of me, and it didn't let me go until the end. And here, I was like, okay, I'm here. I'm not getting like distracted or anything. But right. it's it didn't have that same like, and like you know, I I got emotional with Sam and Henry, and here with Ellie and Riley, I didn't. Hmm. I definitely got. De- because the whole time as they're going through this happy-go-lucky, merry-go-round, mm-hmm. you know, I know what's going to happen. Um, and I think I, I probably teared up at the end just because that's just who I am at this point. Hmm. But Maybe I was Henry and Sam got to me a bit more was because I thought they could probably make it. Oh, yeah, you thought they <laughs> like, could change it? Yeah. You, you and, did actually think for a minute, like, oh, what if? Yeah, and I feel like that happened to a lot of people where, like, if I played the game, like, oh, wait, are they going to change it? Because we had, were just coming off of an episode, like, two weeks ago where it was Everything entirely was different. And it's just, like, we didn't see the bite. We didn't see them. We saw, I knew, I kind of knew he got bit when they were in the car. But, of course, yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, wait, maybe this could happen. And then, boom, it's ripped away from so me. I'm so surprised that you thought that. Cause I you was you like, did it? It's such a pivotal moment of The Last of Us. I was like, no, they have to. Unfortunately, they have to. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, hmm. I guess. And here I was just like, 
I know what's gonna happen. And what they pan to that zombie like halfway through the episode. It's like fuck. Yeah, it's gonna happen. And I don't feel like I liked that. Me either. I, I oh. like like we just kind of said with all the foreshadowing, like I felt like we got enough foreshadowing. We didn't need to confirm that until they actually got attacked. Because then the whole time as they're dancing and stuff, it's less, maybe this is why it didn't feel as impactful. The entire time while they're dancing and while they're in the Halloween bit, you're not as much focused on their relationship and them. You're focused on, ah, shit, the clicker's going to hear them. The clicker's going to hear them. The clicker's going to hear them. I yeah, know. I think that that does add to it, really. Because like you said, like I said, I guess, I really thought that they would change it in here. And I like that they painted to the zombie because then they had that really good fake out where it's like <laughs> the screaming thing. I was like, oh, that's good. Because I was like, I heard the scream. I was like, wait, why does the intonation to the screaming sound exactly the same? It's like, ah, ah, ah. I'm like, what the fuck? I think it sounded like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, when I was in theater, I remember one thing being taught to me. It was like, if you have to say something more than once or you have to scream it more than once, you have to do it differently each time. And so every time oh. I hear like that in like a performance or like a fake, I'm like, I know it's, it's not real because it's, it's fake. fake, right? You just ruined that for me now, too. Yeah, that's notice. a good one. If, notice it. if you ever want to act, don't. If you have to be like, no, like three times, you can't just be like, no, no, no. You have to say it differently. I mean, said it differently that time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm in that. Exactly. <laughs> now you're tuned into it. There we go. Yeah. I wish they'd grab me more. But yeah. like I said, you can't mess up Left Behind. You just yeah, can't. It Even was if you so tried. And awesome. the person who wrote it, Left Behind, wrote this. So, And I love that the episode is called Left Behind. I love that oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's such a good title, too. It's because if you, like, Ellie, oh my God. I don't know if you thought about this before. LA gets left behind. Is that what your thought process? I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's not as groundbreaking as I thought it was going to be. But, <laughs> like, Ellie gets left behind here, but, like, and it goes back to what she said. Like, her whole life she's been left behind, right? Yeah. By everybody in her oh, life. Oh, yeah. And then now that she's been asking, she's asking, uh, Joel's asking her to leave him behind. She's like, no. Because, like, she knows what it's like to be left behind or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. They're really smart with these stupid names. The Last of Us. So good. Behind. And The Last of Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Last of Us cool. is a good name. Good uh, show. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it. I don't know. You've pretty much covered all the spot things that I... I still... Maybe I just need to replay Left Behind. I My plan is probably to replay the whole game afterward, after the show ends, but we also have, like, tons of reviews that yes. we need to start doing. Spring Break, I am playing through the game. Oh, maybe that's my... That's and my just playing through Left Behind. Cause, Maybe oh I'll my just gosh. use the PC as a excuse and play it on my Steam Deck during shifts. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to spend another 70 bucks on this game, though. All right. Well, I think we're going to call it there. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. I thought this was really you, – you had a lot of cool moments. not going to lie. I'm going to find a lot to edit out cool. of, like, clips. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to have Kennedy back next week to discuss that. I wonder what she thinks about yeah, episode we really need to get eight. episode seven and episode eight. So, oh yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Once again, feel free to leave a review, comment, subscribe, check out our Discord. Um, and yeah, next week we should have Kennedy back. Uh, it will be spring break though, so we'll have to double check union times. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I think they should be open, but we should be fine. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we will see you guys next time. <laughs>